There is a dimension beyond which is known to humankind. A dimension of sound and sight of mind. A dimension intended only for mature audiences, and exists solely as a form of entertainment, without intentions of education or societal enrichment. It's, it's, a, it's a podcast. It, it's what you're listening to right now. It's a podcast. It's a podcast we call Lore Folk. And welcome back to Lore Folk, a podcast where we riff on all things paranormal. I'm your host, Aiden Kidd. Oh, I forgot that I don't get introduced anymore. I'm Maddie Barr. How Yay! Long, how long have we been doing the new intro, Maddie? Yeah, but to be fair, every time Aiden's like, right before we go, he's like, hey, don't forget, you have to introduce yourself. And every time in my brain, I'm like, yeah, I fucking know that. <laughs> And the one time you don't say it, <laughs> I'm sitting here. No thoughts. No introduction. Welcome back to the show. Yay. Welcome back to the show. What do we have to talk about today, Maddie? Stuff. Great. Fascinating. Good job. Podcast over. What are you doing? Come on. Keep it snappy. There's people listening. What's next? What are we talking about? I got a cryptid. Oh, hot tamales. Give it to me. This is a nautical cryptid. A pirate of cryptids, if you will. It's called the Snallygaster. Oh my god. The perfect name. Pause for fucking perfect names, <laughs> yes. Snallygaster, winged creature of the Northeast. For centuries, a large winged beast known as the Snallygaster is said to have terrified the people of Frederick County, Maryland. The dragon-like beast is described as being a half-reptile, half-bird that lives deep in the caves of South Mountain. South Mountain must be a mountain they have there. In the south. In the south, I'm assuming. Maybe it's just the most south mountain of the world. Okay, um, the mysterious creature is said to swoop silently down from the sky, stealing farm animals and children from the unsuspecting farm folk. Some say it's real. Well, f- yeah. He's ranking up a pretty high body count of child corpses, I'd say so. Uh, blah, 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 something happened. German immigrants, they were there, they were afraid. Anyway, half reptile, half bird, metallic-like beak, razor-sharp teeth, sometimes described as having octopus-like tentacles. The Snallygaster. Everybody, please clap. Octopus-like tentacles on a reptile bird man? Where would they? Does he have like a Cthulhu mouth, like a tentacle mouth? Yeah, see, there's a beautiful drawing of him, uh, and and he's like he's sort of like a what are those dinosaurs with the long necks called? Brontosaurus. Some twelve year old boy school me. Th- thank you. Or a uh, it's like that yeah. with wings and then tentacles coming out of its like mouth bird beak. It's horrifying. It's beautiful. Oh my god! Look at this lad. The way on the website I'm looking Holy at, the way shit. the image is cropped, it's like you can't even see all of it. Like it's been <laughs> cropped for my safety, <laughs> for my well-being. Oh They're like, no, God. you can't actually see all of the snail. All you get is the name Snallygaster, and that should be enough for you, okay? <laughs> That's a fucking Snallygaster for sure. You people have to Google this. 
holy sometimes shit. i wonder how cryptids get their names like they don't really <laughs> seem relevant but i think this is like toe to tip that's a snally gaster i don't know what else you could call it <laughs> that's a susian nightmare it kind of is Ugh. I would like like a plush version of this though, like a toy version. Oh, so would I. If you think about like sometimes um stuffed animals when they have certain like digits or tails or whatever, they'll have like a tiny little piece of wire in them. And I think it would be fun if the rest of its body was just soft and whatever, but like all the tentacles coming out of the mouth had different wires in them. So you could like pose them around. Actually I had I know what this reminds me of. I had a doll of um uh, Who's the girl from Monsters, Inc.? Boo. What the fuck is her name? No, no, no. The the monster lady with all the snake hair. She's really oh, cool. Oh, Ra. No, not Roz. It's not oh. Roz. Ah, Cecilia, Cecilia. Or Celia. It's Celia. I think Cecilia. it's just Celia. Yes. I had a toy of her back in the day, and she had fun wire hair where you could bend her little snakes and do like a fun updo. That's what I want from this. <laughs> I want wire plush Snallygaster. So I can make it look like he's like holding on to pencils and stuff. <laughs> so normally when we would talk about a cryptid, we would pose like ideas to rebrand them or help them. But this is quite possibly the perfect man. He de- he needs nothing else except maybe some recognition. People need to know. People need to know. We got to get the word out about the Snallygaster. This child-eating monstrosity who I love with all of my heart. Look at his one piercing eye that stares into my soul. I feel its presence in the recesses of my mind. And yet I can't look away. It doesn't say that it actually eats children. It just said he steals farm animals and children. So maybe there's a secret snallygaster utopia somewhere that's just full of like happy children and farm animals. It's the farm where dogs go when they die. <laughs> and they're all just hanging out. He takes them to the farm upstate. He looks like a freak of nature who's secretly nice, right? He's misunderstood and that people run away. But if you just, you know, gently pet one of his tentacles or whatever, he'll he'll open up. He's got the mouth of that cat from Captain Marvel. Exactly! So what are ways that we could get the word out about the Snallygaster beyond just this podcast? Okay, this podcast, we make a line of plush toys of the Snallygaster, hottest new toy of the season. I'm talking Christmas 2021. Hmm, maybe a song? Somebody could write a song about him? Whenever a video game gets popular, they have, like, animated songs. They have, like, fan-made animated songs that, yes. like, throw them into the cultural zeitgeist. Uh-huh, uh-huh. And so that's what we need. We need a TikTok song. About the Snallygaster. You know what's really popular right now? What? Sea shanties, baby. Sea? It's perfect! We need a sea shanty about the Snallygaster. The Snallygaster needs his weller man. He needs his bones in the ocean. Okay, we have podcast, toy, uh, sea shanty, and I think we should start telling the joke. Whenever somebody asks you if you have a joke, you say, Snallygaster, I hardly know her. And I think that'll really pick up am- amongst the, the youths. Fucking no, that's they for the boomers. Do. That <laughs> one's for the boomers, Maddie. Oh, okay, just kidding. Start telling your parents, say, Snallygaster, I hardly know her. Ahaha. <laughs>
<laughs> you have to do that stupid little laugh, too. It won't work without the laugh. Yeah, it's not funny. That's how he imprints in your psyche. <laughs> you imprinted on my doll. <laughs> She's a baby. <laughs> I'm sorry, just watching that movie. <laughs> she fucking cracks me up. Fuck. You imprinted <laughs> on my snarling Esther. <laughs> I barely That's known funny. him an hour. It's funny because she he calls her daughter Nessie like the fucking and then she says you nicknamed my daughter after the Loch Ness monster. <laughs> you should call her, okay Twilight fanfic where everything is the same except he calls her Snally instead of <laughs> Nessie <laughs> because he nicknamed her after the much more popular in this universe Snally Gaster, <laughs> the superior marine cryptid. <laughs> We should probably talk about the big Resident Evil lady, right? Oh, yeah. I was thinking about it. I don't know anything about it, except that she's hot. She's big. I've never played a Resident Evil game. I don't know anything about it, but I assume it's about the embodiment of evil taking residence in like a hotel or something. Regardless, it's important to address the fact that this tall lady has dominated the national dialogue. I didn't even know what she was from. I was just like, yep, hot vampire lady. I'm on board. People were so thirsty for this fake woman that real people with real jobs who make the game had to come forward with measurements in an attempt to satiate the masses. Resident Evil tall vampire lady. There she is. She is approximately nine foot six inches. Yeah, baby. Tall queen. Thank you for saving tall women from oppression. Yes. We all saw how they were treated in the Netflix documentary Tall Girl, and now we know that they will no longer have to suffer as such. As a tall girl, I woke up the day she was revealed to the world, and I was like, you know what? Today feels different. (laughs) Today I can live as my tall self, and I threw on a pair of heels, and I was like, yeah. You got a check in the mail from Joe Biden. Like, here you go. (laughs) Biden finally added tall women to the stimulus package. <laughs> but still not adult dependents. Womp womp. Aiden, give us something else to talk about before I become too obsessed with this beautiful tall woman. I'm already thinking about her too much. Thinking what about her exactly? I'm thinking, here, let me take, we'll take a peek into my mind. Go through my ear like Jimmy Neutron. All right, Sherlock, I'm in your mind, palace. Tall lady. Boobs. Hell yeah. That's, that's a hat. hat. And that's about it. <laughs> Just those uh, phrases bouncing around in there. All right, how do I get out? Oh, on my brain? Yeah, how do I get out? <laughs> you can't get out, Aiden. <laughs> You're trapped forever, you stupid fool. No, I hate this. I got to look at your eyes now. Yeah, and I have terrible eyesight. And guess what? Oh, oh. God dang it, everything's so blurry. I'm taking my glasses off. Oh, uh oh. Uh, wait, 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 wait. There's a door in your ear. Shit, it's locked. Uh, now I gotta traverse a series of levels, each representing different facets of your psyche, the boss of which is, of course, the big resident evil lady. Just go to ads while I deal with this. Go to the ads.
here we are in the ad break. Maddie, talk about the that their Patreon. We have a Patreon. It's the only way to support us, and it's super cool. So you should go check it out. Uh, there's three different tiers. You get access to all sorts of fun stuff, like Aiden's animatic process and uh, music, and you get everything early. Literally, you just anything we make, you probably get it early on Patreon. So go check out our Patreon. Aiden, give us an ad. Welcome to Jargamel's Jelly Jamboree, the number one spot for family time. Come over to our lovely establishment, and you can hold down with your favorite jelly-themed mascot. You'll dance, and you'll clap, and you'll uh, eat some crayons. Over at Jargamel's Jelly Jamboree, over on 47th Street. It's in the middle of an abandoned skyscraper. Don't worry about that fact. Because here you'll be able to have a grand old time. And don't even worry about the fact that the jelly man, you can't find a zipper on his costume. Don't worry about it. He's fine. He's fine. Come on and do the dance with him. It'll be super fun. Here we go. Ah! Oh no, kids! Uh, uh, Jelly, the, the mascot man, he, he fell down and he shattered! Sup of his body, children! Consume his flesh! There we go! There we go! Very good! Excellent work, children! Excellent work! He will live on now, within you, and you will become like him, and you will return to this place in 20 years, and don't tell your parents, don't tell your parents that this ever happened, and you will come and work at my jelly jamboree, and you will dance for more children, and they will consume you as well. And the cycle will begin anew. So come on down to Jeffrey Jelly's Jamboree. Here we go. I'd like to apologize. <laughs> I just wanted to see how long you go. <laughs> I I closed my eyes and just kind of fell apart and went on a path. I swear to God, a my dark turned road up on its own. <laughs> from which I don't know if I'll ever recover the journey from. From the journey. And watching that play out in my mind's eye with the children in the jelly was beautiful. <laughs> I could see it all clearly. Look, sometimes you don't write anything down for this show and you just gotta kind of fucking wing it. Mm-hmm. So, Maddie, give us, give us your ad. I'm sure it'll be really great after that shit. Yeah, it's super excellent. Very funny. Haha, <laughs> Ed. Lorefolk has an important message to share with our listeners today. It reads Hello. If you're hearing this, it means all our methods have failed. This is our final try. We've done everything to wake you, but you just refuse. Please, you're in a coma, and we've been trying to reach you for months. We want you to wake up. Your friends miss you. Your family misses you. And there's a new Shrek movie that just came out. We know you'd love to see that. Please wake up. Please. We've tried everything else. 
We hope this message reaches to the core of your brain. Wake up. You are in a coma. Please, God, wake up. So cool. Um, you know, the most upsetting thing about that was the fact that it implies that our reality <laughs> is missing a Shrek film. And that's the saddest yeah. thing I've ever heard in my life. We're living in a Shrek 5-less world. Yeah, but someone out there is. Uh, so fucking wake the hell up, I guess. I can't believe you turned our fucking podcast into a hacky creepypasta. I can't, I can't believe, believe you turned it into some ad. fucking Adventure Time is really sad because uh, Bemo's a life monitor and Jake's his dog next to his deathbed and Finn's in a coma or whatever. Like fucking the hackiest shit in the world. And you made it our podcast. <laughs> That's me. I'm back. I'm free from Maddie's brain. Was it a little fun? Did you learn something about yourself? You know, the difficulty spike at the end was a bit tedious, especially when I had to find all the secret keys of middle school trauma, but the final boss was pretty easy. Yeah, she tried to suplex me because of the height thing. It was an issue. So then she just like careened over me and then I could just stab her in the tummy with a wooden spike. It was super easy, that bit. Well, give us another encounter story. Evil Muppets. What? No, not my Kermit. This is a post on r slash something humanoid encounters. r slash anything is how you know it's going to be good. Yeah, uh, it's from user a talking pizza box. And they write, for a while, I was intrigued by this humanoid encounter describing reptilian beings appear in a reflection of a TV as it was just so creepy and weird unlike anything else I had ever heard of. In the comments, some Redditors had told a similar story they had heard of involving Muppet-like beings. The original testimony, none of them could find, but I have found it on this for- This person writes like a robot. Here in case <laughs> anyone here has been looking for it or is intrigued to read. It's one of the creepiest and weirdest damn encounters I've ever heard of, especially with the fact we tend to think of Muppets as being friendly, funny puppets and nothing sinister. Does anybody know of any other similar accounts to this? Thanks! Why do we tend to think of Muppets as friendly and funny puppets and nothing sinister? Are you telling me there's someone out there who's like, I know that Kermit. He's got something going on behind the scenes. I saw him drink milk once. I know something else is going on here. <laughs> I saw him blow saw out him that move. candle. That's not a puppet. That's a real talking frog. Should, should I click on this link? Uh, you can. But also, there's a comment here. Oh, boy. From Josh the Lemon, who writes, Reading this has me reeling. I had an incident... <laughs> as a teen, involving small blue Muppet creatures. They were acting like they were throwing a party in my room when I woke up. I said that this is fake. I don't believe you. And then a larger, gray-slash-big-head thing sort of floated out of my closet. All of the blue Muppet puppet things peeled off their, quote, masks, and they were smaller, scary alien things. The big one held my head and said, not loud, but I heard it. 
We are trying to make things easier for you, but I guess that's not happening now. I was crying slash terrified. Then, while still holding my head, it said, You're not ready. Then I woke up in bed. This was the mid-90s. I've never heard anyone else mention Muppets or anything related to this before. I've had other incidents, but I've always held in the back of my mind that maybe they were all dreams. Because honestly, that feels way more comfortable. Fuck! I don't even even know where to begin with this. There's so much to unpack. It was the mid-90s. I think it was just like that. Um, some listeners may not have existed in the mid-90s, but I'll tell you what, you know what? It's just like that sometimes. kind of Muppets everywhere. What are you going to do about it? So you're there. It's the <laughs> 90s. It's yes. the 90s. Sonic the Hedgehog is on top of the world. Fuck yeah. Just like 2021. <laughs> <laughs> always Sonic, always, forever. You're there in the 90s. You wake up. It's Kermit. Oh, hey, Kermit. He's standing by your bedside. Uh Uh-oh. He places a hand on your head and he says, You're not ready yet. What do you think? Maybe I'm an aspiring puppeteer (laughs) in the mid-90s. And uh, I've always wanted to be the Kermit the Frog puppeteer. And Kermit has sensed this, my love for him. And he comes to my room at night to say, you know what? <laughs> I just I pictured him did- like floating down elegantly. <laughs> and it's one of those he wide shots me- so you can see his legs and whatever, which they only do sometimes. Yes. Well, because there's no there's no hand inside it. There's no puppeteer for Kermit in this moment because I'm the puppeteer. He can only interface with one puppeteer at once. Don't ask me how his arms work. And uh, he comes to me and he says, no, my child, you're not ready. Your hand will not fit. I'm Kermit the Frog. Uh, and then I just have to grow up and be an adult. And, you know, maybe one day I'll develop the uh, finger muscles of Jim Henson. And I can become, Detroit become Kermit. But until that point. Maddie, what the fuck was anything? <laughs> I'm an aspiring puppeteer in the mid-90s. Kermit descends upon me in my bedroom at night, telling me that, no, I am not ready to puppet him. Maybe because I'm a child and literally, like, there's probably a puppeteer's union that says, yeah, we don't do child labor. No, you can't puppet the Kermit yet. What well, part of that wasn't clear? <laughs> Pilot the Kermit, Maddie. <laughs> or Jim will have to do it again. Do you think he made the Kermit face like when he scrunches up his little Mm. mouth hand and he's like. You do not have the spirit. You cannot wield me. Does one wield Kermit like a weapon? Yes, I was going to say he's too. (laughs) He's not powerful enough yet to hold Kermit. If he put on Kermit, much like an infinity gauntlet, (laughs) it might destroy him. If you don't have the power to possess Kermit, he will possess you. <laughs> you put on Kermit and you just start to emaciate like all of your vital organs just start to like retract and convulse. Your skin yep. goes pale and he just like looks at you on your hand. It's like, you were not ready for this. You will become me. Your skin starts to turn into that scary felt like Muppet body texture. And then you're just absorbed by Kermit. 
the souls of a thousand unready hands lie within the depths of the Kermit. Like a goddamn philosopher's stone from Full Metal Alchemist. That's why, actually, he doesn't have his Kermit powers or that signature Kermit charm uh, without the souls of a thousand damned unready hands. So when they make a new Kermit uh, puppet, you know, a little behind the scenes look here, when they make a new Kermit, you know, for a movie or whatever, um, they actually have to trick, they have to lure a bunch of non-ready puppeteers to say, you know what, actually, you know, we picked you for the new Kermit it's your lucky day and they're like oh my god this is the career move i've always wanted and then they get like you know sucked into the fresh new kermit (laughs) and after they've sucked up like i don't know roughly 20 unready puppeteers uh then finally some guy who's actually worthy can come in and in like a beautiful ceremony uh he uh he places the kermit on his beautiful ready hands and he feels emboldened by the power of all the lost souls and he says in a kermit voice which i can't do like now we're ready but it's like an echoey it's like his voice and kermit's voice together right and with the all the other souls also echoing that sentiment (laughs) (laughs) and i know this damn felt von hohenheim oh my god what have you done to the king of xerxes homunculus Yeah, Kermit, blood brother of mine. Right now, you and I are at the center of everything, waka waka. (laughs) That's your Muppets lore for the day. (laughs) Tell your friends. We did not help either of those people. No. With their puppet-related fears. I mean, you weren't ready. What do you want? What do you want me to say? (laughs) You were weak, dude. Get over it. You were fucking ready. Okay, like, I probably wasn't ready either in the mid-90s, and here I am, and now I know the Kermit lore. Okay, open your mind, Josh the Lemon. All right? Next fucking next question. (laughs) Not next question. The show is over. The show's over. Next question. When's the next show? Next, next Thursday. Boom, question answered. Next, next question. How can I... Next, 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 next question. How can I listen to this show early? Oh, you can subscribe to our Patreon. Ooh, gotcha. It was, a, it was a Patreon ad the whole time. Subscribe to our Patreon. It's really fun. You can hear all this stuff early for the small cost of money, which you don't need anyway. So, Aiden, please say something. <laughs> Sorry, I was Googling something. How to fire podcast co-hosts. <laughs> She knows too much about Kermit, and I'm afraid that she may take my love of Muppets and lure me to feed a fresh Kermit puppet. (laughs) (laughs) Just so that she can have its powers. Aiden, I've got a fun new job offer for you. They're hiring a new Kermit puppeteer next week. Oh, boy. Yeah. I can't wait to see how this goes. Bring me more, child. Bring me another. I'm trying. It's hard to find people this quickly. Feed me, Maddie. Feed me. (laughs) Can you eat anything else? Feed me. (laughs) (laughs) New, okay, Broadway opens back up. Post-pandemic. It's me and and a giant Kermit the Frog starring... Okay, you know what's fucking excellent, though? Is that a, a good Audrey 2 puppet is like Kermit the Frog head Exactly. Shaped. So it would just be a gigantic Kermit the Frog head. 
and me. Yes, I can see it. It's happening. <laughs> it's not easy being a mean green mother from outer space. 